Hi, it's Amy with intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. I'm continuing my series on manifest a romantic relationship. This is part three in the process. If you're looking for a coach, I would love to support you. Information on my services can be found at intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. Take a look at the Elevate Intuitive Coaching Package. In the context of that service, I can help you manifest your dream partner or dream business or dream life. Again, intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. All right. Step three. What do you not want in a partnership? This is generally, when working with a client, I call this the red flags list, but this is a more expanded and elevated version of that process. What do you not want in a partnership, romantic partnership? What do you not want in a partner? And what kind of partner do you not want to be? That's a lot, right? So give yourself some time on this step. It might take you a couple of days. You might want to do a day per question if you're really intent on manifesting a romantic relationship. So the first part is what do you not want in a, in a relationship? Maybe you don't want a lot of fighting and arguing or lack of sex or issues with money, power struggle, um, uh, not supporting each other's goals. Get really clear about what you do not want in a partnership or a relationship. Next then, what do you not want in a partner? What are red flags? You know, um, you don't have to have anyone who's in the realm of unhealthy. Um, that includes addiction. That includes um, untreated um, mental illness, physical illness, um, childhood issues that haven't been resolved. You don't have to have that. So I would say put that on the red flags list. It's not your job to help somebody heal in the context of your relationship. So be really intentional about what you do not want in a partner and then get clear about what type of partner you do not want to be. Maybe you've been jealous in previous relationships or maybe you've been cold or withholding. Get clear about the behaviors and ways of being that you don't want to be in your relationship. You know, um, this is your time to kind of lay out all the do not wants, like not allowed in your relationship. Um, consider family dynamics too. Um, if you've been in a relationship where maybe you had a lot of conflict with an in-law or um, their friends or um, you felt like they were separate relationships, you had your friends, they had their friends and that didn't work for you, this is your time to write that down. Visualize it, imagine it, and then the next layer of this is to reflect on experiences you've had in the past that didn't work for you, right? So if you're in a relationship with someone who really struggled with finances or didn't have a job, write that down. You know, I want someone who has a job or maybe they had a job and they worked all the time and you didn't get to spend time with them. This is where you get to lay that out and say, hey, I'm not available for this anymore and I'm not available for for behaving in certain ways with the partner. And I'm not available for having a relationship that looks like this. Maybe you have found that you've been in a pattern of long distance relationships and it just doesn't serve you. Or 
Um, one I found that a pattern people can fall into is dating people who don't want the same type of relationship. You know, they just kind of start hanging out and enjoying each other's company, but uh, one person doesn't have the same relationship goal. Lay that out. Get really clear about all the things you've you've recognized that don't work. This is the time to put it all down. This is the time to look at relationships around you and say, oh, I don't want that dynamic. Maybe you saw your parents, there was a power struggle there, and uh, maybe one controlled the other with money, or one, they didn't have similar interests, and it was always a source of conflict. Um, maybe you saw abuse. This is the time to write all that down and be very specific and be very um, to the point. I think sometimes when people are making red flags lists, they leave off things like, an addict. They're like, well, that won't show up. Good. So if it's, you know, for sure you don't want that, write that down. And um, you don't have to feel bad about not wanting certain things in your life. It's harder once you get out there and you meet somebody like that and you've formed feelings for them and you're realizing that doesn't work for you. So you've, you know, people that listen to my show have been on the planet for some time. So take the opportunity to look over your history and get clear about what doesn't work for you in romantic relationships. You get to have what you want. I think people start to think they have to put up with a lot to be connected to another human being, but you do not. You do not have to. And so be willing to be unapologetically honest with yourself. That That is... That is the running theme of this particular process I'm giving you on manifesting love. You must be unapologetically honest with yourself. If there's something you do not, that you know for sure won't work for you, you must name it as clearly as possible. Put it down on the list. Be ruthless in your declaration that what about what will not work for you. Because in the process of this, what you're doing energetically we're going to get a little woo here. You're sealing off through this list, through your, the intention of doing this list, writing it down, getting really clear, saying that you're no longer available for it. You're sealing off any energetic current with you that, within you that might draw that type of person in. It's you're putting, it's a bit of a protective boundary, but it's, it's a healthy protection boundary energetically. And it's um, it's saying, oh, no, that can't enter me, my life. That can't enter my space. That can't even show up in my dating life. I'm not available for it. I've been very clear about it. I've been very direct about it. It can't even come in through a little crevice. Because once you do this and you get and you put a lot of passion, energy, intention behind this exercise and you hold that this is no longer possible for you, it won't show up anymore. And it gives you, it frees you up to enjoy the dating process because there's not a part of you worrying like, oh no, I could attract this or oh no, what if they're like this? Or oh no, you know, I, I um, um, I've worked with people who maybe have had partners that back to back to back partners who maybe were unfaithful and they hadn't taken the time to seal off and say they're no longer available for it. It's not an option for them that this type of energy doesn't enter their life. 
And they just kept attracting the same thing, not because I think they're calling it in by no means. No, I don't think that at all. I don't think make yourself wrong, but there's still a part of them that thinks that can be a reality. And if you decide it can't be a reality for you and you state it very clearly to the universe, the universe is going to support you 100% and it won't be a reality for you. That type of person will no longer show up in your dating life. So be ruthless in your declaration about what doesn't work for you. Also consider lifestyle. You know, everybody lives in different ways. You know, I I was talking to my mom and she was dating someone that liked to always be on the go, just out and about doing something here, 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 there. And she said a state in her life and it's her personality, quite frankly, she's always been this way that she likes to go out, but when she's home, she's home. She's not constantly looking for something to do, right? Home is important to her. So that's a lifestyle. Those were two lifestyles that were in conflict with each other. You don't have to attract someone whose lifestyle doesn't match your own. So be really specific about the way you want to live. And then you're not available for anybody that's the opposite of that. Maybe, you know, some people like a lot of conflict and it, it enlivens them. They like a lot of drama. They like a lot of chaos. But if you're a person that wants a peaceful life, the last thing you want to attract is someone who likes a lot of conflict and things going on and this, that, that. You find that those people, they do certain things so they can create the chaos, whether they're conscious of it or not, right? So then if you make it very clear on your, your list that you're not available for a partner that creates chaos or, or can handle large large amounts of chaos and, and uns, you know, uncertainty is a part of life. But what I'm saying is that energy of chaos and people that are drawn to it, they, they'll drop the ball in certain areas of their life so that they live on the edge and everything is a dramatic moment. If that's not your thing, this is your time to write it down and say, that's not my thing. And, and that's just one example. So take the time with these lists, this particular section, give yourself I'd say even give yourself a week because some of this questioning you're doing might be hidden under pain that maybe you've buried away or situations you thought, oh, I don't ever want to revisit that again. Or uh, maybe it's a pattern from childhood. You saw your parents play out and you're just kind of trying to not, uh, maybe you haven't been in a relationship yet. So you, you don't know how much that programming impacted you. This is the time to clean that up energetically is by writing down what you do not want in a romantic relationship or partnership, what you do not want in a partner and what kind of partner you do not want to be. Right. Um, Particularly pay attention to the way you saw your parents behave. If there's traits that you saw your parents behave in, we underestimate the impact of our, our childhood programming. And even if you've been on the path and you've been doing your self-work and you're great in all other aspects of your life, but maybe you haven't had the romantic relationship that you want, that type of way of being might be imprinted in you without you even knowing it. And you, you know, and you just need to clean it up. And the way you clean it up, the starting of that is to say on one of these lists, what doesn't work for you? And, and it's not these reflections are not about making somebody wrong, though feelings may come up that are that, that I would encourage you to look at and, and process and be with. But for the sake of the exercise, the actual exercise, you're just getting really clear about what doesn't work for you. You get to have whatever you want. 
you get to design the romantic relationship of your dreams. And it starts with your own clarity. So be willing to do these lists, pull out, make the list, you know, rough draft it, write a lot of notes like, oh, I remember this. I don't, I didn't like this. Or my mom always kind of manipulated my dad in this way to get what she wanted. And I don't want that. Just, just jot it down. It doesn't need to be clean and concise. But then once you hit, you'll hit a moment within you where you're like, okay, I'm done. And that's where you'll rewrite the list very specifically, concisely, neatly. It's your final draft. You'll read that over again and again and again. And it's very much similar to the previous processes. Imagine the relationship fairy has shown up and she's going to snap your fingers and make it so that that type of person, that type of relationship, you being a certain way, never happens for you. And so you want to be able to say this to her the relationship fairy as clearly and concisely as possible so that if she snapped her fingers, you would get exactly what you wanted. And so once your list is ready to go and you feel like it's in final form, you're going to read it over and over and over again, daily, daily. Out of all the lists I'm giving you, this is one I'd I'd want you to read over and over and over again. Particularly, I'd like you to read it once you start dating just so you are staying aware of what doesn't work for you because your intuition is freaking brilliant. It's going to get fire all the time and tell you, Hey, you know, that might not be the right fit or, Oh no, not that one. But we may not have the language to explain why, why we're getting this sign. Right. And this, this list helps you to have that language. So you're like, Oh, I'm something's feeling off. Something's feeling off. And then you go back to your list, your red flag list, and you're like, oh, their job situation's kind of weird. I don't know if that's going to work for me. And you can clearly identify what's going on there, right? So read it over again and again and again. It's okay to say what doesn't work for you. It's okay to say what doesn't work for you. It. This is the time to do it. This is the time to do it. Because once you fall in love with someone and maybe they have some struggles or things, you can come back to who to center, right? You can be present for them in that process. But if they started off that way, no, you don't have to have it now. I'll give you the example. This is the best example of this little piece before I wrap here. When I first started dating after my divorce, I had met a man who was going to have um, a major, major medical procedure. We hadn't met yet in person. We were just communicating and we were planning to meet. And I winded up mentioning it to someone. And they said, you know, you don't have to choose someone with unhealthy roots. At this stage, you get, you know, you, you don't know each other. And if that doesn't work for you and it's not something that you can be available for, you can say no to it right? Now, if that same medical procedure showed up later, of course, I would be there for them, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm in a relationship. I'm, that's what we're meant to be there for each other, right? For things like that. But at this stage, before you even meet somebody, you can get very, very clear about what is going to be the right fit for you, especially to start a relationship, somebody going through something major like that. It takes away from your ability to be fully present in the relationship, I know that there are some instances where that is fine and it would work and it's a match for who you are and who that person is and and the life that you're going to build together. So I'm not going to say, you know, that couldn't, couldn't work out. 
but this is your time to really claim what you want. So be specific and be honest with yourself about what really will work for you and what really won't work for you. I, and I wasn't in a place in my life where I could be there to support someone going through a major health issue. Um, so it wasn't the right fit. I wouldn't have been the right partner for them. You know, I might, you know, that it would be painful for both of us for us to continue to stay involved. But of course the good person in me is like, ah, and, and my intuition was like, no, that's not the right fit. But the good, the good person that I put in quotes, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of using that phrase, but I get that people use it. But the good person in me was like, oh, well, you know, I guess I shouldn't, I should stick around, you know, like he is nice and he, you know, it's not his fault. He's going through this. It, yeah, no, you can better hear your intuition when you're clear about what works for you and what doesn't. Just trust me on that one. All right. I'm Amy of intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. If you are looking for a coach, because one of the benefits of working with me is that you can have these conversations. You can get clear. You can, all the limiting things that come up as you're moving into what you want, you need to bounce it. You might need to bounce it off. You do actually need to bounce it off somebody because you don't know when you're buying into some limitation or when you're operating under some some belief like the good person can be a limiting belief in that regard that that mindset that is what my services are for plus I'm a brilliant intuitive so I can read between a lot of lines accurately so if you are looking for support I would love to support you information on my services can be found at intuitivecoachingwithamy.com you deserve to have what you want thank you for listening to the show we'll connect again take care of yourself with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.